Hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Book Club. I am your host, Fee, and I am joined uh, by Annie. Hi. And Sophie. Hi. And in this episode, I'm really excited. It's a bit of a different episode for us because we're talking about webtoons and I think this will be the first part in kind of diving into comics in general. Yeah. But we're specifically going to be looking at webtoons and specifically the app webtoon or the online platform webtoon. Um, with people not familiar with what a webtoon is or the platform itself, um, it is where compact digital comics are released on the internet usually it's by the internet webtoon is an app i, I don't know if they have a website i think it's mainly just an app i think there is a website but yeah, it always no, can confirm there but is it a will, website it will oh, like great. encourage you to move onto the app if you're on the yeah. website okay <laughs> i've not visited it website wise but i i thought there might be one and this platform launched in 2004 um in south korea it's by this big corporation called the uh, Neva Corporation, where it posts these webtoons and these uh, this comic art um, is essentially uh, free for public view. The service has gained quite a lot of attraction. I think webtoons in general have really has seen quite a lot of attraction. They've been around before. They they have been around since the 1990s. So since really the internet. Mm -hmm. was established and um think about it like if you're familiar with Wattpad it's like a platform <laughs> which is Wattpad but for people who make comics and um like to tell their story through uh visual pictures and is that makes you know like, yeah 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 visually with pictures you know that, I mean, it's hard I just, to break I down. just want to know what a non-visual picture is. Sorry. If I made a weird face, it was like, I was like, mm -hmm. what's a non-visual well, picture? You create a picture with sound. <laughs> yeah. So it's a comic art platform. Yeah. Whereas like a lot of, previously you might have had, there's a lot of web comics. You might have to kind of create your own website where you would upload your your comic to that like webtoons essentially allows you to put it on one platform that is then easily accessible to a lot of people i think is maybe part of where the shift is from like early web comics like there's still plenty of web comics around that are like on their own website but webtoons kind of allows you to have a whole host of stories in one app yeah it's like the amazon really for <laughs> web comics not not necessarily the same well it is a very big corporation a lot they've made a lot of money mm. um i i don't know what it's like for the creators themselves making um these comics and and what the partnership is but um the platform usually partners with creators to publish original content but it is under webtoon originals and there's also a separate part of the uh, platform, which is called Canvas, which is where it hosts another, it, like other series um, that have like a self-publishing aspect to it. Mm. So I think for people who are starting out, they post via Canvas. And when they've kind of 
have a partnership with webtoon that's when they move on to webtoon originals mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. my understanding um yeah. how what will happen is these comics will get released episode by episode um like week by week on a weekly mm -hmm. basis and where they make their money is when you are reading through a comic you're really excited you're loving the storyline and you can't wait the next week like another week for the next episode so then you go and you buy coins and one coin like does not necessarily equate to like one pound or one dollar or whatever your currency is it will be like you buy a package of coins that you can use in order to get pre-access to the next episodes. So that's kind of where the money-making comes in. But now I think we're seeing a lot of Webtoon creators getting uh, book deals and getting their work published um, in a physical book form because of um, just how many views people are getting. For example, Laura Olympus, which is just having its second volume released soon. Um, that has about over 50 million views. So there's a lot of, a uh, lot more interest in Webtoons over the past few years. So now I wanna bring it to a conversation. So hopefully that's given the listeners a little bit of background on what Webtoons are, what their originate, like origin is and that sort of stuff. And so Annie is really quite new to this concept. So how, <laughs> uh, we gave Annie a few webtoons to read. She, as per usual, leaves her homework to the very last minute. <laughs> how did you well, find it? Have you read it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how, I, many, I, how many? Okay. I was, I couldn't get into it. And I was really surprised by this. This has never happened to me before that you guys like something and I just couldn't. I I don't think it's just that. So it felt a little bit first person narrative-y. And I don't know why. Like first mm. person narratives in the present tense don't sit well on my brain. Yeah. So I found that kind of difficult. So the ones I looked at, you sent me a list mm -hmm. of four. I couldn't find Brass and Sass. Mm -hmm. That that's is really weird because weird. it's very popular web too. That's, that's... Well, I, I couldn't, I'm going to be honest, what happened is I put it in the search function on the website. I didn't get the app. I was looking on the website. I couldn't find okay. that one. To be fair, the search, the search function is a bit janky. Like sometimes you'll start typing something and it will just come up with something completely different. But I am surprised. I found the other one, Laura Olympus, Three Married Empress and House of Stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I started with Laura Olympus because I was like, that's going to be the one. And do you guys want to do a little blurb about Laura Olympus? Because I feel like you're, you know, into it. Yeah. Um, B, do you want to do that one? Okay, yeah. So Laura Olympus is essentially a retelling of the story of Persephone and Hades. Um, it follows the story mainly in Persephone's point of view. And it reimagines the gods and goddesses uh living in the present tense in olympus so everything's very high tech very 2021 2022 and but 
ancient Greece is still in ancient times, so that's setting the difference between the god and goddesses. It it's following this love story between Hades and Persephone and the start of that romance. So it's very much a romance webtoon. So this one you guys have talked about loving. And I was and I I have never met a retelling of Greek myths that I didn't like, but I couldn't I like I so here's what I think it is. And this was a problem that I also got from the Remarried Empress. It's very stylized. Right. You know, it's a genre and it has genre features. Yeah. It's very, there's yeah. a kind of, there's an overdramatics to it. Mm -hmm. There's a, and it got me thinking, so what have I read in terms of like graphic novels before? I've liked comic books, but I've only really read a few graphic novels and I haven't really gotten that into it. Plus... So I'm thinking things like, you know, Fun Home, Persepolis. Um, and also, uh, what was the other? Oh, so, and I've read Checklist. That's the webcomic that I can think of that I like. But, mm -hmm. but great webcomic. Great webcomic. But I tried to get into Heartstopper a couple of months ago and couldn't get into it. Really? Yeah. I just, something about pictorial narrative. I don't mm. think I dislike pictorial narrative. I don't think I'm a lost cause, right? right. I just think I just think <laughs> it's hard for my brain. And something about the combination of the like the high drama genre sort of um, signifiers, you know, the like the gasps and the gossip and the the like the the sudden cliffhangers. And I think mm. also the episode the episodic format. Mm. didn't mesh with my brain and something about the fact that it was like a first person narration in the present tense yeah I kind of um what was the house of stars I could kind of find my way through that as a narrative a bit better I got a bit further with that one mm. but I think really what it is is this is an entire genre you know what I mean yeah this is like a a whole thing yeah. Yeah. And I'd never encountered it before. <laughs> so what I want to do is I want to I, I want to listen to you guys talk about webtoons. I want to hear about it. Right. I want to hear a lot about it. And then I want to read Laura Olympus okay. in physical copy. Oh, okay. And that's what I'm gonna try and do. That's what I because I think something about like the episodic format and plus the fact that I'm not familiar with the genre, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was yeah. like, it's very stylized. It's very sort of image yeah. specific. Um, it feels like it's sort of taking place in a world that I've never been to before. Yeah. So yeah. I think what I want to do is I want to like, hear you guys talk about it and listen to this mm. discussion and then go away and like, try again okay. and, and put my all in and see what happens, you know? Mm. Because yeah. I, I just sort of, I don't believe that I can't get into it. You know what I mean? I know what you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was so weird. I find like that's <laughs> a lot of romance books. It's very, I, I feel like it's not the romance books necessarily. It's me. And I, 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 I completely understand where you're coming from. It really, I would also say that like, we probably gave you a lot of webtoons that were kind of similar like i haven't read the remarried empress and i can honestly say that i i so i read the first couple of episodes for this and i 
don't think I'll continue reading it because I don't just don't think that genre is kind mm. of my thing. But we did. I mean, House of Stars again. I hadn't read before this. Is a bit. It feels a bit different. Yeah. But Laura Olympus and Remarried Empress and kind of Ross and stuff. They all kind of fall into a like a very romance and kind of romance mm-hmm. drama yeah. genre. They're kind of like so that also might have been part of it because there are like other genres on webtoons like there is action there is sports you will find a lot of different genres and we did basically give you four things from about the same genre so that also might be a thing to consider one question i one thing i kept on thinking of is do you know um ursula Le Guin writing on harry potter and her complaint about harry potter as a series was not like, w- w- was the, the the reaction to it, it wasn't really a complaint about Harry Potter the series, it was a complaint about the reaction to it being that Harry Potter was a very sort of basic, gentle introduction to the fantasy genre, but in a way it was treated like she'd reinvented everything, whereas stories about, like, you know, kid wizards going to wizard schools and magic and lore and world building, like, have been things that fantasy writers have been doing and doing well for years, and people in sort of a lot of fantasy writers sort of took umbrage at the way that J.K. Rowling was treated, like, at the idea that these people would read Harry Potter, but in other ways completely disrespect the fantasy genre. Yeah. And it felt a bit like that, in that it was a genre that I hadn't, like, had access to yet, and I want to hear more about it, because, like, it felt like an entire world of signifiers that I hadn't experienced before, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think there is a lot to say that it, I think the art style really impacts whether you like a comic or not sometimes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. You're, you've got, like, that's the main part of the comic. That's the reason you're reading it. Otherwise, you might as well just be reading it, the story and, and imagining mm-hmm. it in your own head. Yeah, like, actually, I also had a similar thing with Heartstopper where after I watched the show, mm. I tried reading the webcomic and again that didn't really mesh with me and it was for two reasons one that the side characters weren't in it as much as they were in the show and i found that not that interesting and also just the art style isn't quite like my thing that i'm just kind of like "Eh, maybe i'll just wait for season two Mm -hmm. i'm just like and it it Mm. can really whether or not you like the art will have like a massive impact on i think whether how much you will enjoy reading it I was going to say, one thing I was really surprised by was the, the range of drawing yeah, styles. Yeah. Like, to me, that seems something interesting. I'd, I'd love to hear more about this because, so you said that the, the three that I read, so The Unmarried Empress, um, The Heart of um, Stars? House of Stars. House of Stars. Yeah. House of Stars mm-hmm. and Laura Olympus. So they all seem to be about sort of, you know, um, female figure male figure yeah. romance drama you know there there was a lot of sort of similar genre sig- mm-hmm. signifiers going on but the art was so different you know yeah. laura olympus is this kind of like really stylized um almost like dark neon yeah yeah color palette and the the characters are different colors mm-hmm. um and the remarried empress is much more sort of anime style i would say yeah yeah 
Whereas House of Stars was very sort of, it had a video game quality to it. Like it, Mm -hmm. I can really see how the art is a huge part of it. And maybe that was part of where I was went wrong. I was sort of skipping over the art and reading it as though it was like a storybook Mm -hmm. and it's not. Mm. I think it's really interesting because I think that is one of the main um, attractions of Webtoons is it encourages, you've got so many different creators online that they can essentially write the same story, but because of the art style, you feel like you're immersed in very different worlds. And Mm. it's very, I think, you know, Sophie and I, I think, have a history in reading manga and... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm manga art styles are very similar um there's not too much distinction between uh, that there there is there is a a template i would say when it comes to manga drawing yeah um but webtoon i was also i think that's one of the things i noticed was how different um the art is and also you know Mm. it's like seeing it in, in color and I find that almost more immersive for me as a reader. I feel more involved mm-hmm. in the world. And while I don't really get to use my imagination, I can more easily animate the characters that I'm seeing on the screen. Mm. Um, I feel like without having to describe every little, you know, sometimes you get bored with over description but mm. you want to see them clearly in your head. And I think webtoons are a way for people who maybe can't see things in their head um, to almost get a glimpse of that. And I don't know what, what's the right way to say it, but like almost get that motion picture uh, storytelling mm. without having to watch a film yeah. and without having to do a lot of the work to create the picture yeah and so you just kind of get on with the story and you kind of let the art in each of its frame tell the story along with the words that you're reading Mm. so I have like quite a long history of like reading comics so I started in kind of like superhero comics and then I've read a lot of web comics and then I read manga and then I eventually through that because I think there's a lot of overlap Mm. between those Mm. between readers of those in particular those last two genres and that's how I ended up in webtoons mm. and actually the first webtoon I read was the one that you mm. couldn't find Annie it was Rise and Sass. that's the first one I read um and I I would say that it's definitely a different experience reading kind of those different things like there's something mm. the the episode format even though you might, it might, in your head, it might not seem that different to like a single issue comic coming out, but there is definitely something I think that's a bit different about that. And I think that is something that how authors use that format will really make or break a series. The best authors kind of know how to use the serial mm. format mm. and the episodes to their advantage. Um, and I think that's another thing that's particularly common with webtoons is it's how well authors can handle writing in a serial format because that is quite a specific skill and it's not mm-hmm. I think as simple mm. as just like breaking your story up into chapters because 
your episodes are generally about the same length and you can have chapters in a novel where not a lot happens or there's mm. not much kind of going on in it or they can be very short or there's in an episode you kind of need more of that narrative flow kind of going through without so i think um a lot of there are you'll definitely find webtoons where mm. the, the episode format will work kind of against it because it might like drag out the story or break up the story and it kind of not feel very even so it's definitely kind of um yeah and you i think it it, it struck yeah, me you need a very skill, even hand on pacing like you have to stay at relatively similar pace throughout it can't be and yeah it, it's weird because it's not a slow story but it's not a fast story either there's a kind of a, a really specific medium pace line that you have to hit mm. um and I do think maybe one of the problems was that like, I knew I wanted to read these things in order to be able to talk to you about them on the episode. And I was trying to read them fast. Right, yeah. And maybe is that just not the right way to read them? I mean, I think webtoons in some ways are actually designed to be consumed fast because essentially yeah. the way that they're structured on the page just means that you can scroll. So mm. it is very easy to consume a webtoon very quickly because mm -hmm. you can just like scroll, 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 next button scroll again they i think they can be designed to be consumed quite quickly whether or not that's the best way to actually take in the story is a different thing I, mm. yeah obviously you need to read them slowly to take that in but i think the app is designed for you to consume as many episodes um uh, as possible and I, th I think that's kind of part of its sort of layout is yeah, to get I you scrolling and, and then and clicking on the next one they'll encourage that a lot through you know like they'll have like weekly you know events and in inverted commas because they will say you know if you want to get free coins which mm -hmm. would allow you to you know pick one of your favorite webtoons and skip to the to the um next episode being released without having to wait um mm. they will want you to read a certain amount of episodes um uh, but they will sometimes select the the webtoons that they want you to read from and in some ways that's it's really good because it forces you to read webtoons that you wouldn't necessarily want to read or or mm. think about reading before so it really exposes you to as many webtoons as possible um which you know of course is a good marketing uh tactic but it also kind of helps I, I think it encourages um looking at multiple genres and not just staying mm. within one genre that you really like because there will be endless webtoons that you can find within that like that genre mm. I find it really interesting that it uh, I wanted to ask actually before I go on a different tangent have you um read like how did you enjoy reading on Wattpad have you read Wattpad on Wattpad I haven't read on Wattpad at all but I have read a lot of fan fiction on AO3 yeah like right okay so like and and I read a lot of romance books mm. like I don't think it's a like is there anything I mean is, is Wattpad specifically different I don't think so uh, having read 
Wattpad fanfic.net and AO3. I think they're relatively. Oh, fanfic. Yeah, that's an old school fucking. Take me like 15 years back in time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just that AO3 has the best web design of all of them. I mean, that's not really a competition, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was going to say, that's the thing. My thing about Wattpad is that AO3's website is so much better. Like, um, I, I think because essentially it's almost the same sort of formatting, but without, like, but the content's very different. Like, the way you're reading is very different. But I think Webtoons generally, mm. I think you're right when you say it's almost like a different genre. Like, there are... yeah there are things it's all like this culture you have to get used to like the comments Mm. at the end of the webtoon how quickly you get through them like uh, there will be certain things that are very unique to the platform that I think you 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 learn as you read more Mm -hmm. and you spend more time on the app yeah well but also I think if if you if you don't know the tropes of a genre mm. then you don't pick up on what's being signaled to yeah. you you know what yeah. i mean um and things can seem stylized or cliched rather than sort of communicative mm-hmm. i have a question about coins yeah. which is really more a question about uh, cuz it seems to me sort of similar to you know how you can get podcasts a week early if you listen to them on Amazon Audio or something like that. You know how sometimes to encourage you to go use a platform, mm-hmm. uh, they'll release podcast episodes a week early yeah. on that platform. Once that's done, once you've skipped ahead one week, you're going at exactly the same pace as you were before, only now you have to pay every week. Well. No, yeah. not necessarily. So what happens is, okay. is that the you only get three that are almost in the pipeline to be released, and so you're only, okay. your only co- your coins only allow you access to those three. And mm. say you buy one, you're still having to wait yes. the same amount of time that as if you you were going in if as if you haven't bought one at all. So say you wanted to read the next episode and you had to wait five mm. more days. You have yeah. to, you would spend your coins on that episode, but if you didn't have enough to get the next two episodes, you would have to mm. wait the same amount of days. So you'd have to wait, an- you know, five days plus another seven for the, for the one mm. after that. Okay, so the fact that there's three episodes in the pipeline. So let's say there are three episodes in the pipeline. I have one coin. You need spend more than on one coin, episode. but yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have however many coins it takes to get an episode. Yeah. I get one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five days later, yeah. I will get the next no. episode. No. No. Whether or no, no. It's just... I won't get the next no. episode because the episode that was yeah so you have to wait the same amount of time for the next episode as you did previously yeah. only now like it's a yeah. real it sort of feels like you know the marshmallow experiment no what's that so the marshmallow experiment was where you say to a child oh, okay. okay you can have one marshmallow now or if you wait you can have two marshmallows later oh uh, like, i see 
I see. If I only have enough coins for one episode, mm. I'm going to have to wait 14 days to read two episodes, whether or not I spend them. Yeah. See, this is why I just read it yeah. weekly. I, I never use yeah. coins. Because yeah. unless I somehow get them free. And even then, I, I don't yeah. spend them on the, the, one, the series that I like the most. So that I just... Mm. Because then you're a week ahead. Yeah, so I just stay on the like... weekly rolling thing and that keeps me happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also sometimes you will have... I think you'll have artists taking breaks or they will finish a season, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm. so it's just getting you know say you wanted to finish it quickly so you could now maybe discover another webtoon and mm. so you would spend the coins without having to wait a week or you know because yeah. I think also if you once you get into webtoon and you're kind of reading so many you've got so many that are on the go and and they will kind of they will highlight when you subscribe to a webtoon they will say, oh, okay, these are the releases on this day. So, you know, it's like podcasts. You'll see the which podcasts have released on that day. So you've got mm. different ones on Monday, the ones that release on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, all of that. Yeah. So you've almost got like, you know, your your planned uh, webtoons of the day. And I think, I, I know I find this problem where I will forget which ones I'm reading by the time that the week rolls around and I'm like oh yeah I forgot I was reading that and I I need to refresh on what happened Mm. Uh, there'll be some that I remember and some that I don't I have a question oh yeah go for it can you talk me through genre because it feels like you guys are talking about genres so can you just be like oh okay there's this genre it's this kind of story and here are some good examples because um, I think especially if listeners are like me and have no idea about webtoons, I would love to hear more about this. Well, I mean, you can essentially find... I would say that it feels like the most popular genre is romance. Um, yeah. But definitely. you can essentially find um, a lot of different genres. So there's sort of action, mm-hmm. fantasy. I will say a lot of like historical or fantasy genre ones are also romance. Um Mm-mm. There was a little sprinkle of that. Um, <laughs> in fact, I would say almost all of the historical ones are also romance. I don't think I've ever seen just a straight historical drama. Um, what else is there? Sci-fi, again, that was probably going to have romance in it. Yeah, Action usually is very popular. Um, yeah, so Tower of sci-fi God. Sci-fi action. Yeah, Tower of God. That was, I think, one of the first that got uh, uh, animation series off. The publication like the the webtoon mm. um and then there's like all of us are dead which is a zombie um yeah. that got adapted onto netflix um and so these are action these are actually the thing is is that i think yeah, i i think if we're talking about genre i don't think there's a necessarily specific trope that okay. genres use. I think it's that. I think that's making it too simplified. I mean, a lot of the romance ones probably have sort of love triangles are quite common in a yeah. lot of romance webtoons. Um, I don't think it's unique to webtoons themselves. I think this is mm. an influence from mangas yeah. and, and and anime in general. I think because that was kind of 
that's almost the birthplace of webtoons webtoons were taking that and putting it on the internet mm. and yes. not necessarily following a specific style that say mangas do because it's like uh, you've got to get a publication to take your manga before you can get mm. it published whereas this is skipping the step con- completely and you have the power to self-publish it so yeah. it's up to you what style you want and and etc but when it comes to storyline I think it is very much a borrowed trope that people take I think it characters are unique mm. but not necessarily the storyline I, I, I think webtoons are more about the experience necessarily than the overall storyline yeah I think it's about the characters and it's about the style and I think Mm. the storyline is left to the last thing and it's very much a borrowed thing that they'll that they'll take like you'll find a lot of action webtoons have a very similar kind of conceit they're generally about either some sort of catastrophe on earth or you're kind of reborn and you're able to essentially harness video game mechanics to become very, very strong and very good at whatever skill you choose. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just a weird thing that I think is just very popular at the moment. Um, that, that is bizarrely specific. <laughs> yeah, that I think comes directly out of anime. I think that is that, a... There is this trope where <laughs> a there is a young schoolgirl who is killed tragically she becomes reborn as this fictional character that she has created or she has played a game as and she becomes the villain yes she gets reborn as the villain that's a very common trope for some reason that is a specific storyline that is very it's like a it's like a whole world it feels slightly like i'm sitting you down and being like so talk to me about reading i kind of want to get into books (laughs) um (laughs) no so this is reminding me of fan fiction. Yes. And the reason and, and there's one like really specific thing, which is that I think fan fiction is easy to read in a way that books sometimes aren't. Mm. Because <laughs> I think sometimes your brain doesn't want to do the work of getting to know new characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you know what's happening, if you know if you you like you get it. And, and an author can put their spin on it, they can be invented with it, or they can just like do the exact same thing as everyone else does and you'll love it. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're in... <laughs> Apologies. Microphone drop, literally. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> Banged myself in the sternum with, a, with my microphone, ow. Okay, so it feels like you're experiencing something new, but at the same time, your brain doesn't have to work as hard. You know how sometimes you don't want to watch something new, you want to watch something you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like eating this like a diff like it's a it's bread, but it's just a different type of bread. Yeah. You know? You, <laughs> yeah. Instead it feels of like, white bread, you're having a whole meal now. It you feels know? Like, like it's kind of um cyclical cyclical in a way in which once you once you're in that, once you've got a hold of what's going on, once you've sort of grasped it with both hands. Mm. It is actually kind of comforting and familiar to start something new and get all of this new content, but with the same kind of things going on, you know? It's mm-hmm. why sequels yeah. are so popular, because your brain likes familiar things. Yeah. Also, I think yeah. part of it is just the culture shock of it not being familiar. 
Yeah. So I've got to like get into it and then it will have that same sort of familiarity. Also, Annie, you've never watched like anime, right? No, no. See, I think that also makes the drop into it a lot easier Mm -hmm. because a lot of a lot of the tropes will feel very similar to like a romance anime or a sports anime or an action anime or something like that. And I think if you are coming into that with basically zero knowledge, yeah, it might be a bit kind of like, I think, I don't know, not all of them would be the case, but I think that also probably will ha- might make it feel quite unfamiliar. Whereas I think Webtoon has quite a natural overlap with anime and manga that it's probably quite unusual to just sort of drop into it having never consumed that kind of media before yeah this is fascinating i i i really want to give it another try because it seems so sort of engaging and uh, and something about my brain it just didn't click with it maybe when i'm you go oh sorry so i just wanted to also point out that i think that is also mainly because it's originated in east asia and so Mm. While we're used to, you know, DC, Marvel, yeah. these comics, that itself is our own, um, like, cultural take on comic books. And this is yeah. theirs. And yeah. that's, it's been more adapted from East Asia. And now it's kind of moving towards the West and the West are taking part in it. Um, because now they've just collaborated with DC. And also Marvel. Hilariously, the Marvel tried to put the MCU on webtoons oh, but no. with the eternals like of all i of know all your properties why did you think people would want to read about the eternals it still makes me laugh so i think when it comes to the future of webtoon i think this is going to be almost this melting pot of creators from the west and the east kind of influencing mm. each other and creating almost webtoon becoming their own genre with yeah. and and having multiple influences and in, in a sense i think it's going to be all most hopefully it will be more creatively free uh yeah. for for creators and mm-hmm. to and and maybe because of that we'll start seeing actually really original stories coming through and that will then i think trickle down into uh publications of these kind of web these web comics and but also adaptations into into uh, a series on Netflix or Crunchyroll or whatever it is that you're mm-hmm. whatever it is that takes interest in the story. Hmm. Um, but I find it uh, one of the webtoons I've recently gotten into is called Big Ethel Energy, and it is a um, Archie comics webtoon wow so now they've gotten access to do kind of spin-offs and Mm. their own create like they'll have their own kind of creative team and while it may not be you know original characters they're going to be taking their own original story Mm. on this um webtoon and I've really enjoyed it I don't really like the Archie comics I Mm. Riverdale sucked Uh, let's all be honest it's what the tv show Oh yeah. yeah, it's a shit. It's a shit yeah, show. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. No, Riverdale. I think I. I didn't get into Riverdale. I think Riverdale has strong Glee energy. You know, oh, to it's a very worse specific. Than Glee. 
to a very specific set of people it got into their brains and broke them <laughs> at like exactly the right moment and if you have that switch flipped in your brain you're in till the end you know it doesn't matter uh, how many people rise from the dead and join cults like <laughs> I, I think it's this soap or this soap opera it's like a telenovela that you're almost like wait what is cheryl yeah. is possessed by her grandmother that's a little bit like what it felt like to read um webtoons for the first time a little bit like i was dropping in on eastenders Uh, i don't know what's going on like and i i think you have to to be immersed in the world you have to sort of understand the tropes and be expecting them and so they don't feel like big or over dramatic to you yeah you know yeah but it's quite hard to click your brain into that but once it's there mm-hmm. it's there and you can just watch it you know i think some webtoons definitely do have that edge of like um teen melodrama kind of soap opera oh yeah sort of yeah uh mm. dynamic to them uh it's definitely kind of well i think that's also been adapted from manga and because it's it's mainly always takes place from a high school student perspective you know oh my god (laughs) and there are so many with high where the backdrop is high school but not even not even not necessarily that it's set in high school but it's just that level of like drama turned up to 11 oh yes yeah 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 like it's like teen drama vibes not necessarily yeah. a teen drama, but just that level of yeah. like, we are here for the drama. Mm. And for it to mm. like roll on kind of in a very sort of long form mm-hmm. manner, which is the other way that it's a bit soapy because a lot of web comics are quite long. I was just going to kind of say that I think it's also, I think that it is actually non-committal in its in its format because... You're getting you're getting the episodes on a week by week basis, and because there are so many that you have access to, you can pick up and drop whatever suits you. You know, like it's okay. I don't really like the art style. I'm gonna find something else. I don't really like where mm. the storyline's going. I'm not gonna commit anymore to reading this. And it's not like books where you're physically buying something, or you can see how much. Yeah, I mean, it's on your phone or your device and or on your laptop waiting for you wherever you like to read it. And it's one episode. And if, you, if you're getting bored of it, maybe you'll wait and, and maybe come back to it and start reading it. Or maybe you'll find something else and you'd like that week by week basis. I think it's really um, personal consumer um experience you can pick and choose what you want to do i yeah i think it really allows a lot of options on what you and how you enjoy your content and how and how to like how much do you guys reread webtoons i reread them a lot actually i don't which is interesting to me i was just about to say is that a bad question for you because you don't reread books but no that's fascinating to me i don't reread books but i love rereading a lot of webtoons and I think I don't I, I can't psychologically pick why that I is. I think it might just be easier. Like it's a bit less commitment. You don't it never feels like you know when you decide to read a book, you feel like you're actively mm. making a choice and you're like, while I am reading this book, I am committed 
to this book. Yeah. Reading webtoons yeah. does not, like, even though you could read like 100 episodes in a day, and that is going to take you a while, it never feels mm. like that level of commitment than mm. it can feel like when you decide that this is the book that I am reading. And until then, I mean, mm. I read one book at a time. So you guys maybe don't. But I think reading a book can be a level of commitment that reading a webtoon just never feels like. Because mm-hmm. in theory, you're like, oh, yeah. I can just stop after one episode. Yeah. In, in theory. Yeah, in theory. In reality, mm-hmm. if you're rereading it, you're probably just going to binge reread the entire thing. Because, you mm-hmm. know, your brain is going to get hooked. I'm, I mean, I remember re- I reread a lot of manga when I was in high school as well, because... there were were stories I just really loved and I think if you consume it quite fast like if you're really scrolling fast Mm. I think and but you enjoyed the overall experience you enjoyed the art style you you enjoyed kind of where the story went Mm. you might reread it again and actually try and take more of it in notice things that you didn't notice before Mm. um but again I think like Sophie says you're not having that commitment along with it like you would with books. You can yeah. binge it very quickly. Okay. I have one final okay. question. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might be a difficult uh-huh. one. Yeah. Um, can you give me three Desert Island webtoon picks? Oh. <laughs> Stranded on a desert island with three webtoons. Okay. What are you, um, what are so you one taking? One of them would definitely be Bros and Sass. It is still my favorite. Um, but like for me that hints a very specific okay so Bros and Sass is essentially about um Camilla who is a young girl in high school who basically decides that she wants to play the trumpet and wants to join the school concert band and then falls in love with Victor who plays the French horn and is kind of a dick um if we're being brutally honest about season one Victor um and then a lot of other stuff, kind of drama and stuff in shoes. Like for me, that hits a specific niche. Like I was it, like I did music through high school. I was in concert band through high school mm. and uni. Like mm. it makes sense why I would read that. I don't know if you'll enjoy it that much, but it is like a teen rom-com kind of romance. But I think there's a lot of other elements to it that are really good. Like it's got really good characters. I think it's well sort of paced um and everyone kind of gets fleshed out well in the mm. world um Pete, do you want to go to one and i'll come back for two we can okay heart off yeah possible task that i've set you it is it is really hard for me because i've got like i don't know like 50 i'm reading Jesus. <laughs> um not... i think i would have to pick laura olympus i really enjoy that it's Mm. I I think it's popular for a reason and I think it was the first one I read and I still am really intrigued on where the story is going and I really care for the characters um Mm. yeah I I would I, I love the art style I think it's beautiful and I think it's so unique um especially with the color palette I I really really enjoy it just as an experience and um i need to i need to see hades and persephone together i need to um my second pick would probably be lemon soda and coffee 
that's actually a canvas, so it's not on the originals, but you'll still be able to find it. Lemon soda and coffee is basically a slice of life. It is um it is predominantly a romance, but it is more just kind of it moves very slowly. You more just sort of see the main character Axel as he moves in next door with his neighbor May and then befriends also her young son Milo, who is just one of the cutest drawn people I've ever seen. Um <laughs> uh, I really, really love the art style. And it's just very relaxing. Um it's a lot about kind of growth and healing and moving past um sort of past the bad experiences that you've had and kind of slowly learning to put yourself out there and um move forward and that things you know aren't going to work out the same way uh as they did in the past and I don't know I love reading that on a weekly basis it just always makes me feel good um whenever I read it oh sorry I am looking these up and sort of trying to like bookmark them as we go along and Aww. I have discovered something okay. what which is that um, the reason I couldn't find Brass and Sass when I searched for it on the Webtoons website is because in the title it's an ampersand and I was typing A-N-D. <laughs> so it oh. just didn't come up at this all. This is what I mean when I say the search function is kind of janky. Like, yeah, oh, that so, is bad, yeah. For anyone else trying to get into them, that's, you have to put the ampersand. So I eventually I just went Brass and it popped up immediately. Okay, and that mm. one was lemon sodas and coffee. Okay, Fee, your next one. Uh, my next one is called Homesick, and it is a thriller. Um, it is about uh, uh, Rain, who wakes up with no memories in the apocalypse. And she meets Samuel, who's a bit of a delinquent, and she's leaning on him to understand what's happened and how to survive. So it's pretty much like zombie apocalypse, but, well, it's they're not really... Z- they're a bit darker than zombies it's almost like demon zombies like they are these shadow creatures that as soon as you look like you make eye contact with them that's it they are locked on you and you're pretty much dead because they will not be distracted by anything else Mm -hmm. and so it's so they are these like cannibalistic monsters that roam the world Mm -hmm. and rain's trying to understand what happened to her beforehand and is meeting a bunch of other characters along the way beautiful art style amazing color palette um and really interesting storyline i really recommend it because there are so many twists that (laughs) it's it's not even done like it's just done its first season which is about 48 episodes Mm. they're all like up and ready to binge and Mm -hmm. um i'd really recommend just getting through that it's just incredible uh-huh. um i think my third one would be uh purple hyacinth so purple hyacinth is about um so it's about a detective um who has sort of the ability to tell if people are lying and she's kind of they're living in a kind of a world that's a bit of a there's a huge threat from sort of like a terrorist 
kind of organization and a very kind of corrupt monarchy. Um, it's kind of hard to explain the inciting incident. Uh, and she ends up trying to work with um, an assassin, having to work with an assassin to try and prevent um, essentially a huge terrorist plot going on happening again and they're trying to find um who the people this is like a very mysterious organization nobody knows who they are the identities are secret and hidden and there's kind of a lot of conspiracy going on and they're trying to find out who these people are and how they can stop them um it's very mm-hmm. kind of uh intense i think that's it's quite like high stakes um action uh and yeah it's i find it really gripping and i also just again really enjoy the art style in this one thank you you struggling with your third i am struggling with my third um oh okay i'm gosh this is really hard. Um, okay, I'll choose. I'll, I'll just mention the three that I am debating between, and then I'll choose one and describe the story. Okay. Um, so the three that I'm choosing between are Suta Armor, um, Jackson's Diary, mm-hmm. and um, Eternal Nocturnal. Um, if I had to pick, I would probably say Jackson's Diary. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's really interesting the storyline. It's a slowish storyline of, I think where it's heading. Um, but it's set in 1989, mm-hmm. and it's about Jackson who's starting his senior year um, mm-hmm. at a brand new school in uh set in the us i think and he can't shake this like drew like this really ominous feeling that he's getting and it's like uneasy and there's just something like the back of his head knowing that there's something wrong Mm. and it's not until he meets this other kid exo who they have a bit of a um they start off at the on the wrong foot Mm-hmm. And it's, it seems that X, Exa is involved in almost manifesting these uneasy feelings into reality. Mm-hmm. And there's a bit of magical realism involved mm-hmm. with that. And at the point, this point in the story, we still don't know really kind of the, this, we don't know fully this connection between them, but they, we know that there is a connection between them. And mm-hmm. it's very much about family friends understanding oneself and trying to you know kind of get through things and with respect of the people in your life um I think it really tackles on the subject of mental health Mm. but I think it displays it in a way that is relatable but also very linked with magical realism so not as relatable I think it's like a metaphorical almost showing of mental health um and I think 
I I I can feel we're gonna get really great character development from this webtoon. Mm. Uh, so I think it's one that I really want to stick with to see where it's heading, and I've really enjoyed it so far. Okay, I'm really impressed by the like the the breadth of stories. Yeah, you know, there's a lot yeah. going on. It feels like a whole universe of sort of options, um, and everything seems different to each other, which is nice. Yeah. If, from from the ones we've talked about, I think which one for you do you think looks the most appealing to try and get into? Okay, so I have three answers. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so first of all, yeah. Hey, you can't talk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's got you a point. can't talk. Yeah. First of all, what I'm gonna do, I am, I am, I am letting you speak. I am is get. First of all, my plan is to get a physical book copy of Laura Olympus. Okay. Um, because I saw that you can get it as a book, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get yeah. the first volume of that because I, I was thinking back on this and I always found comics easier to read as like a volume. Mm-hmm. Like that was how yeah. I read Hawkeye. That was how I read Civil War, and mm-hmm. it's just nicer than reading a like um. A, a sort issue? of serial yeah mm-hmm. a single issue or a serial um so i'm gonna just because i think i'm into retellings of greek myths and like i think if i stick with it i could really like that one mm-hmm. both because it seems to be one that people like a lot and um one that it's sort of just like i like romance i like Hades and Persephone retellings I I feel like I could get into that Mm. um then I want to look at um oh what was it called lemon soda and coffee Mm -hmm. yeah um because so you talked about it as a slice of life thing yeah I can see myself being into just watching people live life Mm -hmm. like I think stories in which there's relative peace and people get to know each other are my jam um, so I think I could really get to grips with that one. And I am also really intrigued by Jackson's diary. Um, the sort of the 80s setting and the idea that there's a kind of magical realism element and people, again, people getting to know each other and people taking care of each other. And you all know how I feel about stories in which characters learn to communicate and get therapy or like learn mm-hmm. therapeutic skills. You're going to have to go through some shit before we get that in Jackson's diary, I feel. Well, you'll definitely get it by the end of the season. Let's just say that. Well, yeah, no, it can take a while, but like... I think that is something to iterate. I think with all these stories, it's slow pace. I think there is no fast pace in Webtoons, if I'm honest. Yeah, so I think what I want to do is I'm going to track down a physical copy of Laura Olympus. That's going to be my first pop call. And then just like sit down with a cup of coffee and get really stuck into it. You know, no Mm -hmm. pressure. No, like, podcast that I've got to read it for. Just, like, Mm -hmm. enjoy it for what it is. Do you know what's actually quite interesting? We haven't talked about this, but there are some episodes that the creators will link to music. And so you will get a music, like, you will get music to follow the story. Yeah, actually, I also should have said about Purple Hyacinth, every single episode has music with it. So you should probably... Brussels has like particular episodes because it's about a, yeah. a band. 
there is music kind of written for that. And so if you turn your sound on in specific episodes, you'll basically hear what they're playing. But I think mm. I think every episode of the Purple Hyacinth has music set to it, um, from what I remember. Sometimes I don't always listen with the sound on because I sometimes read that on my lunch break at work and I don't yeah. want to play that. Or I- I'm on the tube <laughs> or something and I'm like, I don't need it to in- to enjoy the story. But, but some no. t- there will be certain episodes, I think, that it works so well. And I, th- it's, mm. it's, I think it's very unique to Webtoon, I think. Well, it sounds like it, it. it's a really sort of experimental cutting edge way of telling a story, you know, mm, which is something yeah. to be excited about. Yeah, it's really like picking yeah. like all senses to really yeah. put yourself in the story. Mm. I think that's, I think that, I think we've covered quite a lot with Webtoons. Yeah, I I'm think excited so, yeah. to get stuck in. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe we'll revisit this. Maybe. I think oh, so. I'm I sure definitely, will. it will. I'm sure we will. Yeah. 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 There'll be an update on how I got on. And, um, you know, to our listeners, if, if you enjoyed the episode, please, or, or like, let us know. Or if you would like more, if we've missed anything out in our discussion, please let us know. We'd love to. I think we'd really love to talk more about this in the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, you can uh, DM us on um, the Lazy Sunday book pod on Instagram. Uh, we have a TikTok. Uh, which is the Lazy Sunday Book Club. We will be out with another another episode next week. Next week is actually our first is our book club episode. It, we are doing a full um, episode on Sweet Bead Paste by Durian uh, Sukigawa, and it will be the whole book. So there's no parts. Um, this will be our our book club read for August, the first of two books, and we will. T- be telling you the uh, second book mm-hmm. in next week's episode yeah. Um, and yeah so until then have a great rest of your week and yeah, thanks for listening